Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Trump. 
And part of this, if you if you must know, is because this is just a, it's just a game. It's a TV series. They know that Americans are propped up. If you you know if, if you, one of the greatest pastimes in America is watching TV or watching movies. And if you really watch what's going on with this whole uh, situation with this president, it's like one big old TV show. So no one really knows exactly what's going on or how things are, are figuring out. But I will tell you this for sure, uh, and, and I bet, you know, uh, dollars to donuts, that if you keep watching, this thing is going to always evolve. And in the end, you know, at first I was thinking that Trump was going to be uh, impeached, but the more I look at it, the more I – Use logic and reason, uh, reasoning, and I'm sitting back observing. Man, the more I believe that he will not be impeached. I think that this thing will be dragged on, and we're going to find a lot. Uh, you know, if you're already <clears throat> walking around with your eyes open, which if you're listening to this show on a regular when we're on the air, I'm pretty sure you do have your eyes open. A very smart uh, group of people listen to this show. Uh, if you are walking around with your eyes open and your ears uh, pin back to, to see and hear things, you can hear for the most part that this stuff was orchestrated not only by the Trump administration, but even the Obama administration uh, with the admins uh, last night, which I saw over the news circuits about how the Obama administration had stopped the FBI <clears throat> chief from coming out saying something about uh, Donald Trump and his connections uh, to Russia back in July. Now, this is before they uh, allowed him to say what he said about Hillary Clinton. So just keep this in mind, you know, in both ways, you know, and, and look, I'm not pro-Hillary. I want to make that clear. Definitely, uh, you know, Rant Radio, uh, myself, uh, Thomas Berry, I am not a fan of Hillary Clinton whatsoever. However, I will say at the end of the day, if it was all about Team Democrat or Team America, whatever you want to call it, you would think that the Obama administration, if they knew that this kind of espionage was taking place and it was about having the American people's best interest in hand, they would have explored every option. Not only would they have uh, went as far as to investigate, but if they had uh, the information, they would have hung Trump out to dry, and this would have never been an issue. But like I said before, these are the things that if you're paying attention to and if you're listening to, hey, you know that these things are staged. This is just one big staged event. This is the United States and Russia having to deal with the fact that China is becoming a world power. And keep this in mind, I, you know, I was just telling a brother this the other day, that white folks fought a 100-year war. And they stopped that war. And with the stopping of that war, they stopped it for white supremacy. Now, they always fight wars against each other, but it's been a while since the last world war that they actually had a fight with each other. They came up with all these international uh, treaties, these inter uh, international uh, deals where they don't fight against each other anymore. They pretty much go around the world raiding the coffers of uh, poor countries, uh, people of color, primarily. And, you know, you have to keep that in mind. Uh, not just a little bit ago, Russia was a superpower. And if you think about Trump and you think about the teaming up with Vladimir Putin, I mean, they'd rather, uh, they'd rather team up with Vladimir before they team up with the Chinese because, hey, at the end of the day, <clears throat> the Chinese still do, they still have melanin. And China has got a foothold inside of Africa, one that not even Barack Obama could have prevented or could have slowed down. That's part of, uh, part of the reason what this is all about. These things, uh, these presidents, a lot of this is about natural resources as well as world or global domination. So keep your mind focused on that. The other thing that we're going to talk about today is the situation with uh, my man uh, Colin Kaepernick, the former San Francisco 49er quarterback who was out of work for taking a stand. Now, I know that brother uh, stated that this year he will uh, stand up for the uh, flag. He felt like his point was made. I know a lot of people feel like he sold out. He been, he been in the pressure. But I will say this much. You know, a protest is a protest. The man ain't supposed to protest forever. A lot of you were saying Black Lives Matter. You were going to the rallies. Uh, you were part of the 99% movement or whatever else. Some of your parents were part of the Black Panther movement. Some of them was Operation Push. Some of them was, uh, you know, 
uh, related, <laughs> some of them Eastern stars, some of them, uh, you know, whatever. But, you know, it's amazing that how this brother, uh, Colin Kaepernick, gets pressured from both sides. He's getting the pressure from African-Americans who is saying, oh, no, brother was only doing it because he wanted, you know, to get props or because of Black Lives Matter. Uh, people are comparing him to uh, Michael Sam. And I'll say this, you know, the difference between Colin Kaepernick and Michael Sam was simply this. Colin Kaepernick was already an NFL starting quarterback who took in his team uh, to the Super Bowl, came one play away from winning it, Keep that in mind. Yeah, he's had a down three years, but the team hasn't been as good. And last year, if I'm not mistaken, brother recorded 16 touchdowns or four interceptions uh, by any starting NFL quarterback standard. That's pretty good, especially when you're playing on a team that has a lack of talent as the San Francisco 49ers. Now, I'm seeing a lot of us talk about boycotting the NFL. And I'll be the first to let you know NFL is part of my religion. I watch religiously every Sunday for 17 weeks. But I will be real. Same thing I, I did for the NBA, which, if you know I'm from Indiana, basketball is inside of my blood. I stopped watching. Oh, no, actually, I didn't stop watching the NBA. I want to say it correctly. I used to get the NBA ticket, and I stopped getting the ticket once David Stern initiated the policy inside of the NBA that they were going to go to a dress code. And I felt like that was a slap against my culture. And if you're going to berate my culture, if you're going to dictate that you don't like what we do, uh, but you want our talent, I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, I shouldn't be supporting you. Because if you're going to say hip-hop is what's wrong with these players, that's part of our culture. No, what's part what's wrong with these players mostly is that we're stolen Africans playing your game for a little bit of nothing. Meanwhile, we can't even get our own people to get enough. Uh, you know, he sold Bob Johnson, the, the Bobcats, for almost uh, triple the price. And meanwhile, he, he, you know, to sell it to Michael Jordan, he took a big loss. So these are the things that I'm talking about. So if, if people want to boycott it, you know, I'm definitely down for boycotting the uh, NFL ticket. Have no problem with not buying a ticket if brother does not find himself on a team. But I'll be the first to tell you, he's going to find himself a spot on the team. Just give it a little bit of time. It does take a little bit of pressure. I'm going to talk about some alternative things that I think within this hour that will be sharp. Uh, if he does not get a team, I'm kind of hoping that he don't get a team because when I, when I tell you all this later on in the hour, you're going to kind of laugh and chuckle and be like, oh, man, I see what you're talking about. So it's very important that we recognize that there's more than one way to skin a cat, and we can skin this NFL cat in more than one ways. So that's something else I wanted to talk about. The other thing that I haven't had a chance to uh, chime in on is Rachel Dazelle or whatever her name is, uh, saying that she uh, got herself a name by an African uh, priest. Listen, y'all, I love my people in the continent, but they, they just struck by white folks just like how people in uh, the States are. Uh, they can't wait for their white savior to come save them either. A lot of brainwashing has happened in the in, in the continent. Uh, one push that I'm always telling my African-American brothers and sisters is, hey, yes, we do have a lot of European traits because we are in America, but do not forget the influence that Africa has had on the European beforehand, but also don't forget the fact that a lot of our people over in the continent are heavily influential by Europeans. you got to remember, people are over there struggling and striving, and a lot of times the only people that come over to save them are Europeans. So they do see Europeans and the things that Europeans want as friendly. They might not see the entire thing. We're in the belly of the beast. We're cozy up next to the devil. Uh, the experience that we have allows us to see exactly what happens on the end of that help. So with that being said, I'm not shocked that some African uh, priest would give her a name. But at the same time, she know goddamn well she ain't African. She know goddamn well she ain't black. And if she's talking about she's African because everyone's African, okay, I get it from that aspect, but you know exactly what you're trying to do. And you knew you were going around saying you were African-American when you went to Howard. You knew you were saying you are African-American when you were out there leading a, a part of the NAACP. And you know all this front that you're doing. Here's the thing that we have to remember is that our blackness is always being co-opted, not only by people like Rachel, but also by our own people. Blackness is something that we only bring out when it's for the latest dance, for the latest uh, song, uh, whether we're arguing about hip-hop, whether we're arguing about whose city is the craziest. But at the same time, when we're talking about protecting what's black, you know, we're, we're talking about if someone tells some, a Christian that Jesus is black, they'll say the color don't matter. 
and we talk about man let's wait let's celebrate black love well man love is blonde love sees no color so to me at the end of the day it's like yo we are starting to use black as a throwaway and uh if you didn't see the movie get out that's one of the biggest things i took away from the movie i know peel didn't mean it in that way uh but to me I feel like our melanin is very important, is very uh, vital to our survival, but it's also something that we should be connected and respecting. It's something that we should be fighting for. We should be talking about the fact that being black in this country allows us a unique experience like no other. So, no, you can't say the word nigga and hey, no, you can't be going around here acting as if you're one of us. You haven't been through our struggle. You cannot, cannot create some bootleg, <laughs> bootleg shoes slash bootleg DNA, and try to fit into our prison without going through our experience. She has never been through our experience. And when I say our experience, I'm talking about the option to not be anything but us. That's very important, the option to be nothing but us, to have to deal with what this system is throwing at us every day. And if you don't think the system ain't throwing anything to us, you must be off that for real juice. I'll be back. Hijack the U.S. election, according to uh, the BBC News. Here's something that I want you guys to really focus in on, because even in Saudi Europe, they had the exact same problem. Uh, the Russians have been bragging uh, openly, uh, quite openly, inside of their own country, stating about how they were uh, tampering with all these elections, not only in the U.S. but also in the U.K. These are these are things that you can find out with a simple Google. They got videos of Vladimir Putin and the other officials bragging about it. It's not really hard to check out. The problem with America is America has so many things going on at one particular time. Now, something else I want y'all to point I want to point out to all of y'all. I really do. Since President Obama has not been in office, have you seen many videos of African American men or women being gunned down by the police department? Notice the absence of that in the presence of Trump. I want you to think about that and think about the void of that also while George Bush was in office. I just want you to think about that. Now, let's get back to this Russian thing, because I'm bringing that up because a lot of the distractions that we have, uh, we, we fall victim to a lot. These distractions are what's holding us deeply uh, uh, away from looking and seeing. Now, I know we talked about the election. I know um talked about it on the show how we blame a lot of African Americans for not uh, participating in the election, talked about Hillary Clinton uh, losing, I mean, winning the popular vote by 3 million. Then we also looked at places that were uh, won by Trump in Wisconsin, and we looked at Ohio, we looked at Florida, and we saw how those went to Trump as well. Keep this in mind. All of these places, all of these places were heavily influenced by the propaganda. Not only was it that influencing, but if you think if they voted for Trump, what other... Uh, what other local or state elections did they also swing to Republicans? 
this is very important because we have a corrupt, corrupt, corrupt electoral system. This constitution needs to be rewritten. No one wants to talk about it. That's not a that that's not up for debate in the United States. Remember, it says it on the constitution. It's a, an experiment. With, with experiments, there's going to be failures and there's going to be success. But even with most experience, uh, experiments, you have to regroup, recalibrate, and figure out things that you're going to do to make the experiment uh, successful. The main thing that I'm watching, and I hope that you're paying attention to, and I know you, uh, Miranda's out there, you, you guys are pretty uh, good at, at, at paying attention to this. It didn't start with Nunes. It started with Jeff Sessions. And I want you to keep that in mind. It, that, that's very important that we keep that in mind and what, what role does Jeff Sessions play in this Trump White House because all of this started coming out. He started with the lies on uh, President Obama first, um, saying that what President Obama, uh, you know, not Jeff Sessions, I want to make sure, Donald Trump saying that President Obama was uh, tapping his phone. But it all came out because Jeff Sessions was said to have illegal ties with Russia. And then you start finding out, no, 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 it's not Obama was tapping his phone. Obama and them already knew they were crooked. They already knew this. These are the things that I've been saying for the past three, four years on the radio. These are the things that I kept telling you. Uh, Meanwhile, we don't have white folks killing us, so we're not screaming Black Lives Matter. But another thing that we haven't begun to do, we haven't begun to show the Black Lives Matter. You know, we have to get back into the business of showing that black lives really matter to us, not black lives in the way that white people see us, in the way that white people value us, but how do we see and value ourselves? This is a perfect time under Donald Trump because, like I keep telling you, the situation with the U.S. and Russia, it's all about white supremacy. And if you don't believe it, just keep paying attention. It's going to go from Russia, 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 North Korea, and then there's going to be a problem between the U.S. and China because of North Korea. But always keep this in the back of your mind when you hear that, that the North Koreans are also tied to the Russians. That's where they're getting a lot of their technology from. So by proxy, the North Koreans doing what they're doing will set us up with a showdown with China with the Russians helping us out. What Russia is doing, Russia is going back reestablishing um, the same beast from the breaking down of the Soviet Union under Ronald Reagan. Now, keep this in mind. Donald Trump is not a Republican. He is not. Donald Trump is just a bigot who knew how to carve a stitch in the Republican Party. And like he stated, hey, I can go and shoot somebody and no one will do anything or walk up and grab him by the crotch. So if you're paying attention to these nightly news and they're constantly telling you these things about uh, Donald Trump, remember, it was easier to indict Bill Clinton for a blowjob and what they have showed you with this Donald Trump fiasco. We've been talking about this situation with the Russians for over uh, 35 days. And if we're talking about it for over 35 days, but the FBI knew back in July that Donald Trump and his campaign had ties to the Russians, how come we haven't gotten this information out? How come no one has chose country over uh, political uh, ties or chose the country over even these so-called uh, rules that are allocated. These are the things that we need to uh, really talk about. Now, I do want you to call in tonight because I didn't get the phone number out. Call in uh, 347-826-9600. Press option one. Like I said, you know, these are the things that no one, no one is really talking about. You know, it doesn't really take don't take much, you guys, uh, for these things to come out. Uh, we've this, this country has gotten away with a lot of stuff, uh, and pretty much based off of just uh, situations that have happened uh, over the years. But this country is in, the, in in the midst of, you know, it's already an oligarch with all these rich people being able uh, to to buy uh, political seats. <clears throat> And the corporations being able to go back to monopolies. It's the return of the robber barons. 
And if you don't know what a robber baron is, I'll give you the definition because I feel like a lot of times when we uh, say things, and I went back and uh, reviewed some of my shows, I say a lot of things that I don't give people definitions of. So I want to give you the definition of what a robber baron is. A person who has become rich through ruthless and unscrupulous business practices, uh, originally with a reference to prominent U.S. businessmen in the late 19th century. And if you go back and you check out a look at these men during the Robert Barron era, how they got their money and how they sustained their money, they pretty much played a lot of tricks on the public to maintain their wealth. And that's what's going on right now today. A lot of tricks are being played on the American public. Uh, that political office, the White House, that we all kind of hold dear as if it's King Leo or like it's a uh, a royal uh, throne, that thing is up for sale. And, you know, whether it's Obama, whether it's Bush or whomever, it goes to the people who donate the most money. You know, who got the most money under the Obama presidency? Not the people who voted for him the most. African Americans didn't get much, and that's why Donald Trump pointed that out. You know, it's kind of like poking fun of us about the political uh, political uh, savvy. You know, here we are. We hit up these uh, places all the time. We always... Ask for our people to vote Now what do we get back in return For our vote What do we get back in return for Our uh, allegiance to the Democratic Party That's the exact same thing That we can say uh, for whites as well But back to these robber barons When you look at the robber barons You look at the Donald Trumps You look at the people that he's filled his cabin with These are uh, mostly successful people Who've gotten their money uh, through ill-gotten, you know, a bunch of ill-gotten gains, and they don't care who they got to step on or who they got to destroy to get it. With that being said, the oligarchs and the robber barons, they just take more and more. It has nothing to do with balance. It has nothing to, to do with making sure uh, that the rest of the world has some of, uh, have some. They don't think that way. They feel that most of them are rich brats, and that's been the danger this past a decade or so ago since we started talking about these trust fund babies. We're talking about these spoiled brats who learn how to manipulate Wall Street or manipulate money on Wall Street. They're all from the same ties. So please, please remember, keep up. Uh, make sure that you're educating your family members and you're talking to people about how uh, money has influenced not only the elections, but will also start to influence some of the things that we hold near and dear. Uh, you know, the schools are going to start going to the voucher program. That's not good for our students, something that I care dearly about. Uh, the police department will become private. Uh, just keep watching. These Republicans talk to states right stuff. They talk about states having uh, the chance to do things. In my hometown of Indiana, I think I talked about this on the show once before, you go through the toll roads in Indiana, they're owned by foreign entities. They're not owned by the uh, people of Indiana. So when you start looking at these things, these public services that you hold near and dear, maybe uh, some of your communities are being built up based off of these jobs, Man, these things are going to be privatized if you think it's just if you if you think it's just the prisons. Man, privatization is about to take a real turn in every which way. And I wish uh poor whites and some of these ignorant black people uh stop taking on this idea of well the rich are doing it. And if you're a middle class black person with a with a so called education, you're you're just as bad because what you do is you're not saying what the Donald Trumps will do, but you quote these liberal whites as if they're looking out for you. Hey, the liberal whites have been one of the thorns in, in the movie Get Out. If you have seen it, you have to remember, like he said, hey, I would have voted for Obama a third term. Liberal whites have no problem with voting for black Democrats. They don't mind that as long as those black Democrats think like them, as long as they push the policies. So it's not about the skin tone, as my brother uh, Travis Smith would say. Man, there's a lot of attractive white people out there. They just so happen to be in black bodies. So we have to be mindful of those things and make sure uh, moving forward that Donald Trump, Donald Dump, or Donald Duck, whichever one you want to call him, is not the one. 
that we are allowing to uh, take us down that path. I'll be back. African. Come and step in Brother's Temple, see what's happening. You'll taste the bass flow, coming from a zero. Tell me what a sissy know. Funk a lesson is the new flow, stalking. Walking in my big black boots. Living off the earth, eating herbs through fruits. The children awake me by the mountain and the river. And gather around the fire for the scroll that I deliver. The speak of a house is from the sand to the sky. And devils ever doubt and want to measure how high. Your life reveals you, your mind can't catch it. Dimensions of a god go far beyond brackets. Coming to my oven, devils come and you burn. I can always feel vulture with the strength and black word. You're pissing me off because you swear you're higher level. Back to your cave, get yourself together. Chili and Megilla, chocolate and vanilla. Hawk and polar bears swing on vines with the gorillas, please. Check your reasoning because it's something amiss. My home is a void, you're drowning in abyss. I teach your funk code and don't preach a rap rhyme. Harambe to the sun as the mortals ask time. The folk and lesson comes, the sundial speaks. The building of the strong are the lessons of the meek. My science is deep, my blackness is deep. How deep? Deep. Deeper than Atlantis, deeper than the seafloor, travel by the mantis. Your copycats will never know. With you, the funk will never flow, but that's another blow. Make your move, thief apprentice, I never step. I'm a travel move, your master hasn't figured yet. Bring your weapons to my sword and shield. What's the higher level if your shit ain't real? My mystic magic, what you gonna do? Think before you step before the rebel, silly mortal you. I tried to warn you, but your mind won't catch. You're just cookies in my oven. If I want to burn a batch, you just burn. Glorious. This is protected by the red, the black, and the green with the key, sissy. Like this, like Like that, like this. We're back. And on that note, I want to talk about my man, Colin Kaepernick. Big time conversation going on about Colin Kaepernick, man. I hope you're uh, tuning in. I hope that, you know what? When I see this thing with Colin Kaepernick, I'm always reminded of what Robert F. Williams talks about when he, in Negroes and Guns. And he talks about how in the United States, because so many of our heroes have been gunned down, how, um, you know, kids don't want to be heroes anymore because it's hard to speak up for people when you know the chance of you speaking up means you might get a bullet in your head or, you know, get, get, get uh, slain in front of your family or die with nothing to your name. So, I'm looking at Colin Kaepernick, and I'm always uh, reminded, because these are always interesting tales if you uh, can really uh, follow along. Uh, the brother took a stand based off of what he saw with the police brutality. We talked about not seeing that since President Obama has stepped down. Uh, there has not been not one big case that I've seen. Now, I'm not saying that it hasn't happened, but somehow, some way, it has not made social media. It hasn't happened under Trump watch, which I find very peculiar. I really do. Uh, it's it's almost as if at a certain time leading up to this current political season that all the police officers was told to chill out, as if hunting season was over. But anyway, I want to go back to Brother Colin Kaepernick. And I, and I want to say this, too, because I saw this post uh, by Sister Linda J., who I got friends with her on Facebook. She was one of the jurors in the original O.J. Simpson case. Uh, cool sister has a couple conversations with her on Facebook. As far as I know, she's cool. Uh, but the thing that I, uh, man, the, the thing that I really want to talk about because she wrote this post and she was saying, where is you know when when that clown, um, that racist ass clown Bill O'Reilly jumped on Maxine Waters and pretty much you know called her welfare queen by stating that she likes public subsidies. Forget the fact that this woman is a tenured uh, congressional woman who came for nothing, who pulled herself up by the bootstraps that these crackers always talk about. Uh, that he, that she uh, pulled herself up. She's doing a hell of a job speaking out for people who are, who have less than black, white, Latino, Asian, whomever. If you're in a district, she's repping her district well, better than the congressman that I have. Uh, but anyway, uh, back to talking about uh, Colin. 
Uh, no, no, let's finish about Linda J. So Linda states that who is uh, stepping up for Sister Maxine Waters under these attacks. And I say men like Colin Kaepernick has stepped up for sister uh, during these, uh, sisters like this during these attacks. He stepped up for the people who have been murdered. And I'm saying this because he put his livelihood on the line. This is something that I feel like we have to start respecting more from each other. When somebody, when we always talk about people do anything for a dollar, and someone steps up and they sacrifice their livelihood for the people he has not even met, and I can understand that passion, that feeling, because I, you know, I'll share this with with you guys again. I, every time I see the picture of Sandra Bland as a black male, I don't know this sister. Never met this sister. All I know is that she got murdered. I feel resonated as a black male uh, every time to to have some kind of compassion or, or, or some kind of guilt. And I'm saying that to say to all sisters, if you're listening, uh, that, you know, no black male with worth their weight and salt is wanting to see anyone do harm to you and will sit by and allow people to do harm to you. Now, a lot of brothers are not in positions to be on television yelling at Bill O'Reilly. I think that is asinine for sisters to be doing that. But I want to go back to Colin Kaepernick because at the same time, his sister's going to run down on the NFL the same fucking way that white women ran down on the NFL for Ray Rice. Are we going to hear that? Are you sisters going to stand up? For Colin Kaepernick the way you sisters ran down on Nate Parker for a rape case that he was cleared of. And if you're not, then shut the hell up. These are the things that I got to keep on saying about our people because, like I said about our melanin, we don't care about our melanin unless it's about something that's fucking cultural. If it's not about a dance, if it's not about a song, if it's not about some clothes, some hair, or the, how, how bad your city is, some you know, like something where you're reminiscing, we don't really care too much about our melanin. We're willing to give our melanin away, and people know it. People know we're willing to sell out on our culture. People know this. That's why people play us the way that they do collectively, because they know, hey, all you have to do is they're going to get emotional. But, hey, man, they're always willing to sacrifice each other for the so-called greater good. And what I'm saying about Colin Kaepernick is this. Brother should have already had a job. There's no way that the cat that... What's that young cat name, man? His name is on the tip of my tongue. The guy for the uh, Bears. He's not a better quarterback than Colin Kaepernick. The Denver Broncos were talking about picking up Colin last year. The quarterback they got is not better than, uh, than Colin. The, 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 the Texans, the Jaguars, the Cleveland Browns, the Miami Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills, the New York Jets. I mean, are you getting my point here? Are, are you getting my point? San Francisco doesn't even have a better quarterback. And the list can go on. There's a lot of teams that could, you know, Minnesota, man, please. Sam Bradford is not better than Colin Kaepernick. Arizona, I'm sorry. But uh, my man ain't better than Colin Kaepernick. Baltimore Ravens, Joe Fluco Flacco ain't better than Colin Kaepernick. I mean, the list can go on. So, you know, Mike Glennon in Chicago is not. You know, he's not better than uh, Colin Kaepernick. However, the one thing that uh, Europeans know is that white people stick up for their heroes. Black people, we, we don't mind seeing our heroes sacrifice. We're kind of in that mindset where our heroes should be sacrificed. That's the only way they can be proven as a hero in our community now. you got to take a bullet for us. you got to take that L. It has to be a funeral. Somebody has to die in order for us to label them as a hero, for them to be a saint or a martyr. Man, Kansas City, he, hey, brother, replace Alex Smith. Get on the job. Like, let's keep it real, man. There's a lot of bum quarterbacks out there. Los Angeles don't have a quarterback, man. Please. That brother should have a job in Los Angeles. You see all these these teams I named? Then they compared the brother and said that he was as worse. He was worse than Ray Carruth. 
They said that he he betrayed the country. And I say to any of you that are listening, because from time to time on Rant Radio, we do have bigots call in. And listen, don't forget that a brother who looked like Colin Kaepernick was the first to die for this country that you call yourself to love. Crispus Attucks, who what you call a mulatto, same thing you would call Brother Colin Kaepernick. Maybe they don't have the same hairstyle and the tattoos. Maybe not the same build, but hey, they are more similar in, in, in most ways. And he died first. And who prosecuted uh, Crispus Attucks? Good old Thomas Jefferson. But Christmas Addicts was the first person to take a bullet up against the British. That's what started the Revolutionary War. Look it up. First person to die for this country. So I'm saying this to white Americans as well as African Americans. Keep this in mind. Brother was standing up for the people. You shouldn't have to take a loss to stand up for the people. Not at all. The people should be backing the people that are standing up for the people. Why do we support these oligarchs and then get upset when we don't get nothing? You support Jay-Z and Beyonce, man. Jay-Z and Beyonce ain't took an L on nothing. Tell me the deal that Jay-Z and Beyonce took that cost them money. Tell me the conversation that Russell Simmons had that cost him straight up money. I'm talking about what people don't even want to deal with them. They ain't Dave Chappelle. They ain't walk away from no $50 million. Name that Jay-Z story. Name that Beyonce story. And look, I like Beyonce, so I, I want to be real. I don't want people, I don't want sisters to think I don't like uh, Beyonce. I like Beyonce. I, I, th- I think Beyonce is a little bit more conscious than Jay, but I think Beyonce is more conscious from the aspect that her father has taught them to be independent, being children of the South. I think their dad, whether he's with the mom or not, I think he did a phenomenal job of showing his daughter's um, exactly really what the world is like. I know they're close to their mom, and they're still tight with their mom, but the dad laid a nice uh, a, a nice way out of the ghetto or never for them to return or go back to the ghetto in the capacity of being poor. So shout-out to Matthew Knowles. But back to Brother Colin Kaepernick. So I'll tell you, uh, Brother will be back on the team as a backup. They, they probably end up paying that brother the league minimum. I want y'all to keep that in mind because he had to restructure a deal. I think that cost him maybe $12 million or more. I have to look at the numbers to be, be accurate, but I believe it's around $12 million. But once again, he took that stand for us as a people. We have to learn how to give that love back. So if that means i got to give up my NFL ticket, then it won't be no NFL ticket this year. Brother has to be on the team. Has to be. He's deserving to be on the team. Because he's proven he's an NFL quarterback. Now, if you're one of those dizzy Negroes that's comparing this to Michael Sam, I'll say it one more time. Uh, Michael Sam was not on a team. Michael Sam did not, in no shape and form, uh, make his way on the team and prove that he was a top-tier NFL caliber player. He was a college player who really didn't even have enough time in the union. I don't know how the NFL rules work. I think you got to make it through preseason to have true union representation. That's through your uh, what they like to call your probationary period. He came out as gay before the draft. If Michael Sam would have just went on ahead, went through the whole process, kept it low, got the rookie player, uh, NFL uh, defensive player of the year, uh, went out and got ten sacks in one season, and came out and said he was gay. Nobody would have cut him. It would have been hard for him to cut him because somebody else would have picked him up. The thing is, you don't want to be used by these movements, black people. It's different when Black Lives Matter use you because that's just a slogan. And yeah, we know black lives do matter. But it's different when we allow these entities that are controlled by people who do not look like us, as which happened with Michael Sam. I'm glad Brother Colin didn't let that happen to himself. So I wanted to bring that up in the show because, like I said, man, these are things that has been going on since I've been gone, and, you know, I want to talk about them. I'm glad, really, to be real, that we haven't had any callers because this allowed me to dig in and go a little bit deeper. I'll be back. But for now,
said, we back ringing them. And that's where we're at. Man, it's just been so much crazy stuff going on around the world, man, and since I've been off. Uh, you know, I, I've had a great chance to watch Get Out. I saw the movie three times, man. I thought the movie was extremely, extremely dope. Uh, one thing that I will tell you about me watching this movie, maybe it's, this is, I don't know, maybe two or three. I, I might be exaggerating. It might be two times. Let me just make sure. But anyway, <clears throat> the one thing that I will say about this movie uh, that I really do like is that the fact that they didn't have any known characters. I know it was a conversation up about there not being any African-American characters in the story, and we're talking about black playing and suffering. The one thing that I want to keep everybody uh, reminded of is the movie was dope. I like Samuel Jackson, no disrespect, but, brother, you play in a lot of Caucasoid movies, man. Let's keep that real. And I did see you in the 51st day where you was over inside of Britain. I don't want to throw no shade to the characters in the movie because we do this a lot as African-Americans where we're arguing. And this is where a lot of these brothers and sisters think we are arrogant and our approach to them and how we deal with them. I'll be real. It's amazing that in the Caribbean, inside of England, right now they're talking about reparations. Who's not talking about reparations? You get, Oh, yeah, you know us. You know, we talked about a lot on Rad Radio, but that's not the conversation that's going on around the country. Like I said before, man, I, I get a chance. I listen to these radio shows. I try to make sure I'm hearing what's real, what's not. Um, a lot of it is dealing with reactionary things to what Caucasians want us to talk about. And we need to come up with a game plan. You know, I don't, man, listen, sometimes the town can be burning, and I'll be talking about something else on Rad Radio because to me it's like, yo, when do we ever uh, keep our focus and just do what we're going to do? When are we just going to talk about what we need to talk about? And you know what? If somebody got killed in France, hey, yo, I feel sorry for anybody that's dead. Man, woman, or child, I don't believe anybody should be senselessly, uh, gun, senselessly gunned down uh, or have anything happen to them. Uh, the flip side of it, too, is even with that, uh, we still have to make sure that we are focused on the things that are rights. Our justice, we need to make sure that we're getting those things for ourselves. And we cannot, we cannot police the world. We go around acting as if we could police the world. And I'm not talking about the United States. I'm talking directly to African Americans. We feel like any time someone else does something, it's our job to step up and talk about the injustices. The movie Get Out allowed me to see that, man, we have a lot more that we need to repair with ourselves. Going back to the fact that even the sister was uh, was captured up. And remember, you know, they said, they, you know what, they wanted to keep a part of the mom in the kitchen, but she was in the sister's body. And when you see at the end the photos, and you say, oh, man, this, this white lady befriended this sister. It's We all kind of fall into this uh, this this, this, this mirage when it comes to dealing uh, with, with uh, Europeans where we're thinking there's good ones, there's bad ones, or they're all bad, they're all good. I say this, man, we put ourselves just in bad situations. We spend more time trying to figure out how to get along with them, <clears throat> telling ourselves that each other ain't jack to make ourselves feel good. And my thing is that we spent more time talking about how other people wasn't nothing and how good we were to one another will be great. Um, back to this movie, though. This movie was groundbreaking, uh, Samuel Jackson, based off the fact that we did know the characters, based off of the fact that it did have a message. It just wasn't a movie that we were going to to see some kind of random violence. It had a storyline to it. It had some substance, an uh, old hip-hop term. It had science. Wasn't it great when we had movies that had science to it? Remember Drop Squad? Come on, remember Do the Right Thing? Right? You know, we had movies that meant something. It's great to get a movie that actually means something. You go to the movie theater for one thing and you come out with something else. That's a beautiful thing. Hasn't happened in a while, not coming from us. We're the twerking generation. We're the iPhone, Android generation. Like Dave Chappelle said, and I, I want to use two quotes from Dave. The first thing he said was, hey, how can you respect anything when you know everything? And when you really get a grasp of that, sometimes knowledge can take your emotions or your feelings or how you should be compassionate about things from things. 
We brag about knowing random things, but we don't brag about things that we should know. We should be able to express ourselves freely, true indeed, but we should be able to express ourselves in a way to make us, make our brilliant show, to allow our beauty to show, not just by the skin. I'm not freaked out by seeing anybody naked. So, sisters, if you showing cleavage, that don't bother me. What bothers me is that you sell your sexuality to me, and then you turn around and tell me to think more of you than your sexuality. You sell your sexuality to the world, and then you want the world to respect you beyond your sexuality. Well, you ain't showing nobody nothing else. And I ain't talking about what you show to people at your job or at your school. That's only a close-knit of people that can see your brilliance. You should be showing your brilliance everywhere. Black men, the same. Why you want to show somebody you a savage? Think about that. They called you a savage already. Dog? They called you a dog already. Oh, you a gorilla. Man, they called you a porch monkey already. So what? You a gorilla now? Okay, gorilla. Like, show them how... Brilliant we are, how beautiful we are, how beautiful black love is, how beautiful brotherhood is, sisterhood is. Where's that at? It shouldn't just be reserved in the fraternities and the sororities or the Masonic halls or where the Eastern stars meet up at. It shouldn't be reserved for the bougie-ass Negroes that have their little uh, shindigs together where they don't invite nobody else who can't afford a $50 ticket. A nice tuxedo. These are things that we can show every day for free. And we'll get out. <clears throat> we'll get out, show me more than anything else. No matter how poor you are. No more, matter how misguided you are in your thinking. Yeah, you might love, you know, you might love white folks to death. And you might not trust black people. But there's still some value in you based off of your melanin. And you're going to get exploited for that melanin one way or another. So you better wake up to get out. We use a lot of excuses as people. And I'm I'm telling you, when I hear my friends say, man, it ain't about race, I tune them cats out. Because everything, you come from a disposition about race. We wouldn't be in this country if it wasn't for our race. What do I mean by that? Hell, they came and got us based off of our ethnic makeup, our ethnic build, to bring us over here. First, stopping off in, stopping off in the Bahamas. Then, going down to Brazil. Then, making their way up to the Americas for sugar. They did that based off our race. They was already slaughtering the Native Americans. Inside of the Bahamas, inside of the inside of South America, inside of North America, they were slaughtering those natives already. They came and got us because of our race. These are the factors that we kind of lose. We, we we lose track of these things, man. That's why when I'm listening to these shows, and I know we go back and we borrow a lot from the ancestors, but we ain't dropping no new jewels, y'all. Like, no new jewels. Man, you better get your Claude Anderson slash, uh, what's brother's name, Boyce Watkins on, man. You better stop messing with these cats that's telling you what's all bad. Because on this show here, we ain't always talking about all bad. Well, we're bringing people on telling you how to build wealth and how to get your money right, get your mind right, get your wealth right, get your relationships right. No, all this stuff is hard, man. Listen, things are going to fail. We always look. I don't diss Steve Harvey because he's been in failed marriages. I, I diss him because he's a cool and he's a sellout. And I don't mean a sellout like racial sellout. He's a sellout to his homeboys. I know what he did with Bernie Mac to get that Ocean's Eleven job. We know. That's why Bernie stopped talking to him before his death. They might have made up, but if you do that to your friend, imagine what you do to brothers that you don't know, sisters that you don't know. That's why it's easy for him to call out a Snoop Dogg. That's why it's easy for him to go get that photo op with Donald Trump. 
don't care what the excuse people make. Yeah, we're going to have to send some of our people to go speak to Donald Trump. He just ain't one of those people. Neither of those buck-dancing pastors. But even with uh, Brother Harvey, even with those pastors, there's still some worth there. Still some. I'm not saying we should bring them all the way close, but they still have value. Once we start learning how to treat each other with that value, we'll be better. We have to learn that. It has to be an everyday thing. We have to stop bickering amongst our petty differences. Because like I stated to the brother when we are talking about Russia and the U.S., man, these folks was fighting a 100-year war, and they stopped to spread white supremacy. You can say whatever you want to say about us. Oh, man, we ain't going to never stop fighting, man, BS. We ain't been at each other's throat that long. We have not been. So it's still time. You can change tomorrow. You can change today. All you have to do is decide yourself. So I will not be taking any more long hiatuses at all. There will be a rant radio next week. My schedule is clear every Thursday. This is what I'll be doing. This is who I'll be talking to. I'll be talking to you, the people. I love this show. I'm back in full effect. We're going to be doing things a little bit different uh, once I get it planned out. We're going to try to figure out how can we measure up, take this show with Facebook Live, or we're going to do Instagram Live, one of the two. I've been checking out the formats. Uh, We might even do a YouTube Live where you can come on, subscribe to our YouTube channel, get some of our shows up, some of our classic shows, and then we'll start doing these shows. We're going to keep it to an hour unless the show is real hot. We had a two-hour thing going, but I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I get talked out or I'm leaving my job. I'm already exhausted, can't spend time with my children. So this is a different way. So we're going to do an hour each week, each Thursday, unless I decide to change the time. But you'll have ample time to know. But I want you all to start demanding more. I don't. We, we don't need the same old same. We don't need people giving us information that we already know. We don't even need to be talking about the obvious problems. When I come on and talk to you about Trump, I want to talk about things you don't know about Trump. When I when I talk about Colin Kaepernick, oh, and let me, ah, dang it, I almost left the show without this. Here's the other way I think Colin can skin the cat real quick. I got 60 seconds. The best way to skin the cat if he does not get a job as an NFL quarterback is that the NFLPA, which Player Association, need to hire Colin in a uh, capacity where he's doing labor negotiations on the behalf of the players. Give him a nice salary. And the reason why you have, you should do that is because if these owners are calling him a traitor and saying that, oh, he's a distraction and all these other things, what a best way to be a distraction or a traitor by him having to negotiate with them the salaries of the players that will dictate how much money they put in their pocket. Brother, um, DeMora Smith is a genius, brother. I hope he's thinking about this. I hope the players are thinking about this. Hey, y'all, it's time to hit back and not worried about trying to figure out how they hit us. We have to hit back smart, but the best way to do that is by showing love. So I want to tell everybody out there, even those who hate my guts, I love you, and I'm not the loving type that I'm going to turn my cheek. If you hit me, I'm going to smack you back, as in uh, what my uh, favorite uh, uh, group, Digital Underground, would say. So with that being said, that's Rant Radio for this week. Peace, head grease, and I'll rant you next week. Ciao. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.